Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I know, you got to say that's the number one rated podcast. Which is also the number of goals that the Blackhawks gave up tonight. On what, nine shots? (laughs) (laughs) Honest to God, like I could, I could, I could rarely say this. Craig and I might have been able to stop one out of eight (laughs) in that game. Yeah. Seriously, Peter Brozic, four goals on five shots, seven shots. Welcome to the Seed Show, Blackhawks postgame show. I think I could have done that well. All right, this is yep. not the CHGO Blackhawks postgame show. This Sorry. is the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star <sighs> review. Vaguely sober in it early with the super chat. Keep the tank alive. Thank you. Um, Colorado won 7 nothing today, so good night for the DNVR chat, I guess. Um, kind of wishing night, I was vaguely sober. Weird night for the CHGO chat, I would imagine. Do you see the final? I don't there? really know what our chat's going to be. I didn't see the final which Chicago. Final? Was it bigger? 8-5. Oh, eight eight the game got oh, a couple more. look at them. If they tried they to rally. scored on their five of the first six how many, shots. How many shots like, did they give up? I don't I know. We're off track here. Eh. I don't know. But I don't really, it's kind of our brand I at this don't point. I know. Yeah. Anyway, this game... Not gonna lie, like it, it it wasn't the most thrilling. Um, I guess it was a close game, two one, great. Um, more competitive. They were in it at the end. I mean, you they could have scored any second there in the last minute. Um, so for morale, maybe better for us. Just another loss in the yeah. Like I mean, for me, like my sources of frustration tonight had nothing to do with the Coyotes. One, the Blackhawks. Oh. Two, the Canucks and Canadians both lost one Ugh. goal games. The Canucks had a lead, and then, well, they almost gave it away. Columbus almost they gave almost it away. They had a 4 nothing lead going to third period, 1-4-3 in Detroit. So that's good at least because they're only three points up on the Coyotes tied with the Ducks right now. Yep. Anyway. There's another super chat early from CWP. CWP, CWP who, was, who we saw last yeah, night. Yeah, Dobson Ranch last the night. The OG. Yes. Um, Diehard OG. $8 super chat. Eight is great for the tank. HKTDD. Love it. Thank you so Truth. much, Charles. We appreciate you. And I love that you send specific amounts of money that mean something. Um, but I wonder with chats. this one, though, Leah, because the. They got through the first period. It was a great first road period. I mean, it's 0 0 through the period. Shots were actually, they were ahead in shots. Um, after Eight, the first, six. and you go, that's a that was a perfect road period, especially in Minnesota, because it, if you can keep the crowd quiet and keep them out of it, you actually might have a chance. So zeros are after one and out shooting them. I, I thought it was a great start for them on the road. And I thought Ingram played extremely well. He did. And he looked sharp. And I said, gosh, this may be. Because I'll tell you what, as sharp as Ingram was early, Flurry I thought was shaky with rebound control. I thought things were hitting. We saw it late in the third where the one rolls off his head. The actual cross goal hits him in the head and goes in. And Minnesota's given up a lot of goals over the last couple of games. So I thought that maybe <laughs> they'd get a lucky one and they they might be able to pull through tonight. But then the second period happened. And, and I tell you what, the second period has been good to the Coyotes. Not tonight. They got just blasted in shots. Power plays, penalties. Five on three. Five on three. For a minute 17. That's the difference of the game. Um, which could have been longer, but luckily it wasn't. However, they scored with seven seconds to go on that. Um, fifth, the shots were 15 to eight in the yeah. second. And there was really and no... And it's because of the power plays. Yeah. Um, but, 
you know what? The Coyotes, they, they came back. They gave themselves a chance. Lawson Krause, which we'll talk more about him in a bit. And then a little bit of luck on their side with the Kaprizov goal getting overturned for offside, Some, which was a bummer. spotted it right away. I don't know who it was. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was Craig. Craig S. Morgan. It was. But, it was. Yeah. As he can be, he can't even read the screen from right. here, but no, That's I called that shocking one. shocking about <laughs> I know. Which, if Jesus. you can read the screen, you would see this comment from Roaring Fork that said, I knew there'd be a day when we see something stuck to the bottom of Craig's shoe. <laughs> That's something stuck? Oh, yeah, oh, you do. Awesome. <laughs> He's staying the- there the entire show <laughs> No, now. no. Nuts. Nope. I know I didn't see it either. Can, can somebody can somebody get let's have guesses as to what's stuck on the bottom of my shoe. Go ahead. In the chat. <laughs> this is this is what we have to talk about tonight. What's That's stuck, awesome. to, what's stuck to the bottom of Craig's shoe? Wrong answers only. Wrong, exactly. yes. That's go. a better okay. game. That's a better game. Um yeah, okay. I'm, That's I, it. I, really, over. I got I got I literally I quite literally but, have nothing I, else to and say. And for this game, you said that and, and it was I, I maybe I'm wrong. Was it a little boring? Yeah. A little bit? Because like, the, there's close games oh. that you, you feel the thrill. Yeah, it's back and forth and great saves and great action. I don't know if that was it. Yeah. I just want Leah to look at the bottom of my right shoe. Okay, to, now I see it. Does it really look like something stuck there is more? It's, it's almost like I'm not, I'm not going to answer, actually. I can't answer. People have to guess. Well, I see what it is. Okay. <laughs> I good, see good. what it is, too, but it's driving okay. me crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, well, <laughs> let's try and get back on track. Let's look at the numbers tonight. Again, this kind of helps paint the picture of the the lack of excitement, I guess. The Coyotes really outshot the Wild. Yeah. Wow. 28-27 <sighs> shots. Um, 0 for 1 on no. the power play. I'm not no. going to check my math. It was, wasn't it? Oh, it was so it was dull. A dull. game. What? I, I'm not going to check my math, but I think that's the fourth time that they've shot outshot an opponent and the third time they've lost while doing that. Ooh. Minnesota 1 for 2 on the 5 on 3 that I just mentioned. And yeah, I mean. But what do we say about the It should have been 2 for 2 because the other guy... Uh, on their second goal, hadn't returned inside the blue line to help defend yet, right? Like, it's still, I know on statistically, it's not a power play goal. <laughs> oh, yeah, that second one. So it might as well have been. Might as well have been. Sorry. I'm join, are you going to join this us? This could be a new segment for our show. <laughs> What's on the bottom of Craig's shoe today? <laughs> You're just going to purposely put yeah, things put on your shoe? Yeah, I'll put or like on some other part of my clothing. I don't know. She um, might do it. Speaking of clothing, we have another super chat from this one from Roaring Fork, eight ninety nine. So PD can buy the pink version of the socks he's wearing tonight. Look at those socks! But I did. But like I said to Leah before we went on air, everything they're ice blue from Minnesota. They got little drops of well, actually they're diamonds, oh, but boy. I'm saying they're drops of we are water. Talk Minnesota, and they're ice point, blue. Are we? Because it's cold there. Yeah. <laughs> did you see the shots of the outside rink? I did. It's cold, so I wore the ice blue today. Okay. Oh boy! Oh there you boy! Go. Sorry. Uh, it's, it's someone else's host tonight. I don't feel yeah, like you it. Said, you, you don't <laughs> My have it. God. Okay, let's let's look at your keys then, Pete. Let's go to the keys. Let's go let's to the keys. Talk about the keys of the game. So wow. they hadn't scored a power play goal in three games, right? Uh-huh. Scored one and a half tonight. One and a half tonight. <laughs> and I said in my tweet, I said Kirill the thrill, and he was he was good. And I know that goal gets disallowed, but man, was he good! What a shot! So what a shot! I feel bad not, that that didn't count for him. Oh, it's phenomenal. That one, the old snooky. That one defended the the house for Iggy because we saw the last game how poor this team was around defending their net front. I thought they were better tonight. I thought they did a better job getting under the sticks. I thought they defended better, and I thought they cleaned up the rebounds better for Ingram than they had for Veggie in the last game where he they hung him up dry. So I actually think they they were successful in number two. Uh, they just couldn't get enough pucks on, on net. And, and I know they outshot Minnesota tonight, but they didn't feel like they were ever threatening to score Not on so those, much. did they? No. Like the 28 might be a high number for them, but I don't felt, I never felt that they tested Marc-Andre Fleury. The, the most difficult shots he had were things that he self-inflicted and did to himself. So I'll give him half on that. So one and a half for one and a half against leads to a 2-1 loss. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And Michael in the chat, um, a little bit lower, not that one. Yes. Kind reminder, we swept the Leafs in 2022. Thank you, Michael. We needed a little, like, dose of positivity, something to rally behind. And I think that's something, anyway, and I know we we built the, the, the you know, what hangs in the rafters now at the mullet. I think that we can hang the entire season on that. Literally, if they don't win another game, we can finish the season knowing we beat and pd this have team, they won we, have they play. won another game since then no no but so it's really we, we sold if they don't win another game i'm i'm fine they're getting one of those three guys but there it is if so. they don't win another game for the whole rest of the this season is we should just put that still in our background. somehow losing put this as our background because it doesn't matter draft third because we yeah. beat we yeah. and i said we i mean they With 31 points 
Twice. <laughs> Toronto. They beat Toronto uh, twice. Okay. Uh, right. we just, it's just it's just one of those nights, isn't it? I I, I just okay. Lawson Krauss. Um, we talked about him last post game show. He'd kind of been on a, a little bit of a cold spell. Scored in the game last game. Scored again tonight. So it's good to see him finding his offense again. His 16th goal of the season. He still leads the team in goals despite not scoring for a you know a solid stretch of time there. Uh, great rebound off of Jack McBain's shot. Chikrin got the second assist. Continue to pad your stats, Jacob Chikrin. So happy. Happy for Lawson Krauss. Happy to see him kind of finding his game back, kind of like how Barrett Hayton is, has been on fire. He didn't get any points tonight, but still, I felt like had some chances and played pretty well. He's getting the chance on that top line. That's yeah. good. That's going to matter. He's going to get his chances playing with those guys. But yeah, I mean, one goal tonight. But Lawson Krauss still on that 30-goal pace. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, it, it, we, we knew he had the offensive side of his game. The, the one thing, and I've said this about him before, and I think if you, I don't think he's trade bait, by the way. Let's nope. start that conversation nope. with, he's still a guy that doesn't get all of the offensive opportunities that other guys get, like Schmoltz and Keller. He's not on that first power play unit, but he's still going to vie for that. He's not getting every offensive zone start because that's going to eight and nine also, but he's going to threaten Clayton Keller. In, in the lead of this team in goals this season. Which and is, I don't think I would have predicted no, that before this season I, at all. I, I, I don't. We all, we all liked his offense. We saw it coming last year. He was improving, and every year improved a little bit. It was a couple of years ago when he was snake bit and everything was hitting the post. And he yes. was shooting things wide, and he was missing open nets. Now those pucks are going in. But he is, when you look at the statistics, like he's a, he's a legit scoring threat for this Arizona Coyote team, and he's one of those guys that doesn't get the recognition nationally or internationally um, that uh, that I think he deserves. Yeah. I think he's overlooked at times, partly because we're here in the desert, but he's having a great season. Yeah, and and besides just the scoring and leading the team in goals, he had a big hit early in this game too. Like, he's not someone you want to mess with. He kind of has a, a more well-rounded game in that sense. He's not just someone who scores goals, but he's a big physical presence also. To your point, what do you think the percentage of offensive zone starts he's getting this season? I, I, I don't know. 38.6%. That's yeah, low. That's low. To produce 16 goals, to be on a 30 goal wow. pace. That's yeah. impressive. Hmm. That speaks to his two-way game. Too. I, exactly. And yeah. I think that that's, again, what gets overlooked is how good he can do it. He kills penalties, too. And, and he yeah. does literally everything. His, he touches every aspect of this game right now. And he's one of the leaders, quietly one of the leaders of this team. And phenomenal beard. Phenomenal. And yeah. now leads the team in best beard with O'Brien With O'Brien out. Yeah. And phenomenal dog. Yes. Same. I've heard that. Amazing dog yeah. who will be walking Frenchy. in uh, skating for late. got more so followers than all three of us combined. That dog? I mean, it wouldn't surprise Seriously. me at all. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Butter's a big deal. Um, I <laughs> this funny Joel said, I guess Gunther's telling everyone how good that Bedard kid is on this <laughs> Really? Listen, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've just been losing a lot, especially since yeah, he's been back. We could really have, use that Bedard yeah, kid. the Chris Peters clip. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I think I did send it in, but yeah, we, we can just remember those words that he said um, and i'll say that to, to nicholas's point too we're talking about a team that doesn't win a lot of hockey games <laughs> therefore they don't score a lot they're in the bottom third in the league in scoring and to still have somebody getting putting up those kind of numbers even makes it that much more impressive like you put them on a team put them on pittsburgh or washington or a team that's scoring at a higher pace and you go okay well he's going to get five or six more goals just because they're scoring more yeah, yeah. that is a good point Thank so you. I wanted to talk a little more about Connor Ingram because we, we've we talked recently about Karel Vimelka's struggles, um, and I, I have wondered with this schedule how much it's been wearing on him. You know, he, he played really well. He was the biggest reason that they were not down with the Chicago Blackhawks. That they were <laughs> the freaking right. Chicago performance night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But he's been showing some signs. I mean, he, he, I thought he played pretty well the other night, actually, in their last home game, but he just hasn't been the guy that we mm -hmm. saw earlier in the season you need your backup to come in and, and give you starts like this. I know they didn't win the game, but he hasn't had the numbers this season. His numbers, just be blunt, his numbers haven't been very good. I know he was looking for an opportunity. There were some people that thought he might be one of those guys that deserved an opportunity to be in a number two role. This is a tough situation, obviously, to step in, but he came in tonight and he really gave, he did what you want your backup goalie to do. He gave him a chance to win the game. But I think he's done that in his last few starts. And I think the problem with, that he had was his first few starts. And and I think it took him a while to 
settle in here. And, yeah. and, I, and that first game was almost unfair with all the travel he had done and the, hadn't played and all of those things. I think his last few starts, he's looked pretty sharp. I thought he was sharp tonight. I definitely don't fault him on the goals tonight. Uh, the one was a defensive blunder and one's a, a five on five on three power play goal. I mean, I, I think he's played better. And, and, and that's the fear I have with Vimelka is he plays better when he's rested. And the more you play him, the more you see what we've seen. And I don't know what this workload over the next few weeks Oof. prior to the, the all-star no break, way to rest him. what's going to happen. Yeah. And, and even tomorrow, and I know you talk about a team that this team has beat, has won one game in Winnipeg in the last decade, one. And it was the last game with Vimelka having 45 save shutout. I think the thought process was for sure when they picked the goalies for this weekend is, well, Veggie did such a great job in Winnipeg, maybe he can do it again. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, his numbers, I mean, in four games against Winnipeg, he's got ridiculous numbers. But, you know, is that, it's it's this it's this big a sample, so. But if, but, but if Connor Ingram, I mean, if he plays better rested, and I know there's no opportunity for rest with this grueling schedule, but if Connor yeah. Ingram, you know, had the game that he had tonight, like, do you maybe try and go for not a 50-50 split by any means, but do you Absolutely maybe just more. try Should. to do a bit more of, and I'm not even claiming that Connor Ingram's a 1B, but do you try to at least go more for that Maybe format? up until the All-Star break, at least, because they've got another back-to-back coming up, so you know he's going to play there. Like you're do you try and alternate these guys yeah. for I, I think he's got to play one out of every three, so it's at least a two-to-one, two-to-one, two-to-one. I I think they just have to find a way to limp into the all-star break and give everybody a good break. I am worried about tomorrow night, and I, and I know we'll get, talk about tomorrow night later, but Vamelka played so well, I think they're kind of putting all their, their eggs in that basket going, well, he, he shot him out last year in Winnipeg. He's, he's going to do it again. Well, he's not playing like he did last year during that stretch. Um, it's also coming off a of back-to-back. That's a tough one. I'm yeah. concerned. About tomorrow, and Winnipeg's a better team statistically, and uh, on than they were a year ago. I mean, this Winnipeg Jet team is playing pretty good hockey right now. Mm. This is going to be a tough one, and and honestly, when I know I'll give away the big keys to the game, Karabo Malka is going to be one of the top three keys tomorrow because he is going to have to play well against this incredibly high-powered Winnipeg offense. So, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I hope he plays well. I, I think it's he needs to get back on track if this team's going to stay in some games. Yep, absolutely. Um, well. They, congrats to Crow, uh, not Crow Vamelka. Congrats <laughs> to him too. Congrats hey, to him, but congrats, congrats yeah. to Connor Ingram um, because he is tonight's DraftKings King of the Game. Twenty-five saves, Ingi or it? Ing is king. Ing is king or Kingi. K- Ing Kingi. That you know king- why not? Kingi. <laughs> okay, nine <laughs> nine two six save percentage, twenty-five saves on twenty-seven shots. So Connor Ingram is tonight's DraftKings King of the Game, and he. Deserves it. So congrats, Ingi, and we hope to see you in the net a little bit more often, especially down the stretch here. Um, if you bet the under in this game, congrats on cashing big. I did not. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe not for that. Um, I want to bet today on DraftKings. DraftKings boosted Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown score to plus 100. So I threw the max on there. That cashed immediately. Um, so thank you, DraftKings, for First the boost. Possession. Yep. McCaffrey. And yeah. I'm currently sweating the LA chart. Not yeah, really, not really sweating. It's What's 30 that? to 20. It's a 10 point lead. How much time? Seven minutes left. And I have Chargers <sighs> minus two and a half. Yeah. Which was the our pick of the week earlier this week. So from our locks. From from the defense lock. So the defense lock. There's a lot of ways to make money this weekend, especially with the NFL wildcard round. It's super fun. Um, and there's a great promotion going on on DraftKings right now with wildcard weekend all new and existing customers can get a no sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend just place any nfl bet of your choice and if it loses you'll get a free bet back up to ten dollars so if i lose this bet today that i'm watching right now i'll still get a free bet back Uh, download the DraftKings sportsbook app use code phnx for new customers bet five dollars on the nfl and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly i love this type of promotion because it doesn't matter if they win or lose you just bet it and you'll get your two hundred dollars only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And Charles is obviously here in the chat, but thank you to everybody who came out to last night's 
PHNX Tea Party at Dobson Ranch. We had mm -hmm. so much fun. It was a phenomenal event. We saw Charles. We saw Drew. We saw we met Amanda and Paris, who amazing stories about South America, by oh, the way. Yeah. And, and the, the, I'm not going to the Amazon. It's yeah, no, I, no, I wasn't quite nope. sold on the Amazon, but great to meet so many of you and, and hope more of you can make it out to our next event. Thank you again to Dobson ranch for hosting us it was really really fun um and the weather was great too we the, didn't have to hang oh out with the God. heaters either we got yeah, we so night. lucky unlike tonight with the weather um yeah seriously sorry i'm not and supposed to move the table pd did hit some golf balls so we have the ah. we hit three balls and i haven't golfed in like a decade yeah Which not terrible from the left side of the ball not terrible <laughs> it's beautiful out there but look at the sun shining that was not sun. It was lights. But I was just trying to say it was beautiful. And by the it way, was. like right after that one, he hit one straight down the middle. So I have and, to give him credit. But, but I also put one down right down the right field line. And a Craig dribbler is, down the Craig right field line. I've got video. that one. I'll so save that's it for later. not coming down. <laughs> yeah. The dribbler down the right field um, line. So three balls, and that may be the last because at 50-something, after three swings <laughs> of a nine iron, yeah. my knee is done. Petey's having a knee replacement surgery. My knee is literally done. Yes. That is yep. false. That but, might be the yeah. last three swings of my life. But we did Thank have God. a beautiful sunset. We had good food. Yes. Chop Shop was good chop stuff. Shop, I know we're not going to Chop Shop read. Mount Mike's. Mount Mike's. OGs. Okay. We sampled the, they're non-medicated, but the, the flavor. Oh the blackberries mm. and cream. Are you kidding? No, I was still creamsicle. Unreal. Yeah. Orange creamsicle. Amazing. So it just it was just an unbelievable, but unbelievable. My goodness, put it out event. And we also took a photo in front of the Four Peaks, the the literal wow bus, like the wow literal. bus. Um, so it, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, and Craig and I were handed Four Peaks wows right when we walked in. Mm -hmm. So I mean, any event that involves Four Peaks is great. And listen to this: the entire, like all of Dawson Ranch, completely sold out of. Wow, wheat beers last night. Nice, true so, story. Yep, true story. But but I did not drink the Wow, Kilt Lifter. I went with Kilt Lifter. Yeah, which you know something about it now. Don't I you? do know something about it now. Kilt Lifter is Four Peaks top selling beer with over fifty percent of their beer wow. sales going to that. Kilt Lifter. Wow, the more you know. The more you know. Well, if you want to try Wow, if you want to try Kilt Lifter. Come on to our last Wednesday of the month. We'll be there on January 25th. The last Wednesdays are back um, at the A Street Pub. So January 25th, we're the first show at 11. All of our shows will be live all day. Come hang out. Come have a couple drinks. Come have some chicken tenders. You don't have to be 21 to come to Four Peaks. You just have to be 21 to drink and enjoy responsibly. And you get those $3 beer specials uh, at last Wednesdays when you mentioned you're with PHNX. So looking forward to that a lot. Um, I want to address... Another comment before we move on to whatever else we're going to move on to about Clayton Keller. Um, obviously, he just got away with a $5,000 fine after his cross check that resulted in an ejection. Um, but he got another penalty tonight. And somebody mentioned he's kind of been on a, a cold streak, I guess, points wise and mm -hmm. goal scoring wise. Yep. Do you guys have any thoughts on Clayton Keller's game right now? Is this just kind of like par for the course in an 82 game? Yeah, I think you go through these slumps. Through I mean, he's been facing attention for most of the season. They know that this is the line that you have to stop. Um, but yeah, he's just in one of those spells where he's not producing. I think he's got, is it seven Is it seven games now in January? And I think he does not have points in five of them. So this is definitely his coldest stretch of the season. He's got four attempts at the net. I don't think he's getting to the net like he did a little bit earlier in the season. He's got that perimeter game going a little bit right now. Um, yeah. Honestly, we love to see uh, Barrett Hayton in that spot. And we keep saying Barrett Hayton's doing great and Barrett Hayton's getting the opportunity. Uh, let's face it, over the last two years, Clayton Keller's got more points with Boyd in the middle. At some point, if that line doesn't start to begin to produce, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see some lines struggling too. But Craig's point's dead on. I mean, you, when you're going to defend against the Arizona Coyotes, you defend Keller and Schmalz. Yep. And, and that's who the, the top checking line, especially on the road, you you get the opportunity to get the best checking line out against those that there's nobody else. You're not going dry settle and then McDavid and you go, oh, we got to pick one, no. you know, Panarin or Zabinijad, they're breaking up. All, it's not that. So it, it makes it a little bit easier for him to defend. And I think that's causing him problems too. But, you know, maybe a couple of years down the line, there could be a different center. You never know. Between, how is that for a segue? Is it Matthews? Maybe. Bedard? Maybe. Maybe, maybe Bedard. Um, maybe Adam Fantilli. Huh. Maybe Leo Carlson. Leo Carlson. Yeah. 
Um, (laughs) Huh. Hey. Huh. Huh. Um, Well, the NHL did release their mid-season prospect rankings. NHL Central Scouting. Here, yeah. So this is like, this is the, like the, I don't even know how to describe it. Like the the go-to source for this. Um, And we'll start with the North American skaters. Uh, They separate them by North American and European. So this isn't like. Overall, besides obviously Condor Bedard, we know is probably the consensus number one across the board, but this doesn't mean that who is number three here is number three overall. But quickly running through the list, you got Connor Bedard at number one, duh. Adam Fantilli at number two. We've talked about him a ton. Will Smith, if you listen to our yeah, Chris Peter show. West Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> he talked about Will Smith kind of being a shoe in for a top five pick from in his opinion, at least. And then it kind of goes to maybe some names. At least I'm not as familiar with Ryan Leonard, Braden Yeager, Oliver Moore, Zach Benson, Matthew Wood, Samuel Hanzek, and Colby Barlow on the North American list. And then international. Leo Carlson, number one on that list. Obviously another name we've been talking about kind of in that two, three spot in the in the top three. Matfei Michkov, another name we've he's kind of like bounced up and down, but all within the top five, I feel yeah. like. And then I can't read all of these names like I did no, the North we'll just Americans. just let them look at them. Um, but if you're watching on YouTube, you can <laughs> see them here. Um, most of these other names I'm not super familiar with besides um, number five, Edward Sale. So, PD, I got to ask you about this. Does it bug you that they uh, separate these uh, rankings into North America always and has. European? Yeah, like, it always oh, has. I don't understand it. And, and, and I'll tell you why. Because back, I remember back in mid '80s to the '90s, and you go, "Okay, I get it," because the leagues are so separate, you don't see them playing each other. But but see, somebody said that to me, and I was like, "So you're telling me that the CHL plays the NCAA? Like, what are we talking about?" Yeah, fair enough. What are we yeah. talking about? Yeah, Fantilli doesn't play in the same league as Bedard. Yeah, but uh, t- agreed. But even a step further, in the last 15 years, the world continues to shrink just put them on one list and these guys play each other all of the time how are they not mixed i don't know why why i don't know because the nhl moves slowly but is it because they have different scouts watching like they can't because the the north american skaters or the the european skaters are skating in north america yeah some of them are playing in north american leagues yes so Thank that you. makes yeah, absolutely that makes no sense because at I first i was thinking maybe maybe it's because they play like on different size rings but it, it it doesn't in matter. some cases, in some cases, they don't. Yeah, it, yeah, because yeah. the rinks aren't all international yeah, in Europe. NCAA, it's, it, there's some playing on Olympic sized rinks, and there's some that are not. Yeah, so yeah, that makes no it. sense. Well, no, I don't. Why know. do they do that? I don't know. Bugs me. I remember too central scouting. What you used to do because teams didn't have the elaborate scouting, and there was no. I can watch any game on the internet tomorrow from anywhere in the world. There wasn't. They used to send out true story videotapes on VHS. <laughs> Of the prospects, and they would go prospect number nineteen, Shane Doan, and it would be that. Oh my god! You know, five or six players highlights on a VHS tape, and they'd send you a set of v- VHS tapes with a ton of players on it, and that's how you watch your players. I swear, <laughs> because I used to store them in the video room. Not to take too big a diversion here, but in the days when the National Hockey League was running the Coyotes, and Don Maloney was the general manager, he told me they had one part-time European scouts, like a 25-year-old kid wow. based in the Czech Republic. So he said, Crick, we basically gave up on Europe. We went off central scouting's yeah. rankings because we didn't have the resources. Wow. Can you imagine doing that now? Like all the players that they might have missed or missed on if they actually During that did. time. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that is insane. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, yeah. there you go. Well, hmm. Gary, listen, we have a list of things for you every show, and this is the next on that list. Yeah. Let's, let's Combine the list. One list. One, one list. One list. One list. It's only one list at the draft. Let's just make it one list. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. Well, uh, I, I always get excited thinking about the prospects um, because it, it's what helps me get through periods of time like what we're going through right now with four games a week, back-to-back Saturday and Sunday for four straight weeks, including an 8.30 p.m. against Anaheim on the final game of that stretch. Uh, are we literally the last game in the NHL that we, we probably have to are? Be. We have to be. It's I mean, we'll, LA we'll might shut down be the also. NHL for the All Star break with our show. Yeah, now I've got a. It's look. ridiculous. It's just ridiculous, and and I know we talk about the schedule like every single show about how ridiculous it is, but it's ridiculous. It is fifteen games in twenty six days. We've talked about that, Petey. Help me remember this because I, I get them all jumbled up. 
The drive now from St. Paul to the airport. How long is that? That's not bad. It's 15. 15 minutes. Bad. Okay. Then you hop on a flight to Winnipeg. That's a quick flight too, over the border. But, but customs. Got to go through customs. Got to through customs for okay. sure. Now, the drive from Winnipeg to the hotel is not bad either, but you got to go bad, through customs. So you're getting in late. You're getting in late. Yeah. And cold. Sorry. Late, but, cold. By the way, the it's customs is a little building. It's 23 degrees in, in Winnipeg. Yeah, and that's that little building in Winnipeg. So you have yeah. to walk from all sides. It's a long walk. And then when I say a long walk, I mean, it might be a football field. It might be 100 yards from the plane to the – and then you wait outside and yep. like two or three guys can go into the little hut at a time. It sucks. Yep. And they're going to get in late and they have to play a team that's sitting at home and ready to play. Yeah, a team that's played playing its third game in four nights as well, but they're at home. Yes, they were off today, and they're sitting in for a place in the Central Division too. That's wild. The schedule, something's got to give. I, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and tease the story yeah. that I have tomorrow. I spoke to Winnipeg Jets coach Rick Bonus today for a Q and A, but also for another story that I'm working on later. But you know, in in during the Q and A, we just got talking about other things, and we were talking about the schedule. Winnipeg's in the same sort of, if you look at their schedule right now, it's also insane. They just played two games on the road. They flew home from Pittsburgh last night. So today is is one of those days that you talk about, it's lost. It's a zombie day. Yeah, yeah it's a zombie day. And then you turn around and you're going to play another game. He, we were talking about a, a number of things. Like the players want this big break for the All-Star break, right? So that creates a condensed schedule elsewhere. That's that's part of what happens. So what are some of the solutions? Um We've talked about some of them. I don't know if you could extend the season out a little bit on either end to try and build in some more rest days. But one of the things that they did for a while during COVID, COVID was play series in cities. And then they abandoned it. The players loved it. The coaches loved it. The staff loved it. And they abandoned it. I, and I'll tell you, it surprised me for a couple of reasons. One, the, the PA has a lot of weight in, in, the, yeah. in the NHL. And this is something that can, one, eliminate some travel which makes healthier players because they're not as tired, which is good for the owners. What does it do? It's a lot freaking cheaper because you're staying in a city. So you're not flying back to, you know, the, to St. Louis twice. You're flying to St. Louis once. Bingo. And you now, in, instead of playing tens of thousands of dollars for a, a, a charter flight, you're playing for hotel rooms. So, and, and I know people, the, the I think it builds excitement and rivalries. You get a little bit of tension in game one on a Thursday night. Guess what? Saturday night, we might see some fisticuffs. We might see more intensity. Remember Coyotes Blues? Yes. They played seven straight games. Oh, my God. That was was insane. Unbelievable. But but I I don't have a problem with series. Baseball plays series and doesn't seem to bother anybody there. Like some of the governors will say, well, there's not as much interest in the next game if a team stays for two games in a city. First off, I'm not sure I even believe I that I show that. to me. But secondly, you just mentioned, okay, if you if you maybe suffer a little at the box office, what do you save on, on what you're talking about on the travel? Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. And I don't know if you do lose that, though, Craig. I do. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. I, I don't know because it's only going to affect in, in the West. Like you only go to, to, to Pittsburgh, Boston, those cities once anyway. So it's not those. We're talking about in the West. Yeah. And so you're already talking about teams either interdivision or interconference that you already have moderate rivalries with. Why can't you play them twice in one? Go to LA and play LA twice. Yeah. We, the one used to drive me crazy, and you know this too. Yeah. There was a season where they play LA, Anaheim, and San Jose four or five times each on the road, one game trips. Every single one. They never played LA and Anaheim on the same trip. And you're going, are you out of your mind? It's a you bus ride. Drive, yeah. It's a bus ride. And yep. you flew back and back and back. Sometimes I wonder if they just don't think when you do this schedule. And mm-hmm. sometimes you fly farther west before you come back and play this way across the country. You go, well, like Edmonton and Calgary are right next to each other. Why are we flying to Vancouver first and then going back? It just drives you insane. And again, it all goes yep. back to... The wear and tear on these players. And yes. you can look at the injury reports now. And I'm telling you, go look at the... I got a message from a former staff member um, in the NHL a few days ago saying the numbers we're seeing in injuries right now at the midway point are what we used to see in man games lost for the entire season. Mm. Now, whether that stat is true or not, he's in that side of the business. So I'm... Sh- yeah. He's close. And there could be other factors, right? Like the speed for of the game. Sure. Things like that. But for yeah, sure. I think travel's definitely... The wear and tear on these guys, condensing games three and four. This Coyote schedule in January is horrific. Yeah. Horrific the amount of games this team is playing. 
So and let's that, hope they get through it. Knock on wood, they get through it injury-free. And that's a point Rick Bowden has made today. And and beyond that, you know, when you extend it out, okay, if players are tired, players are banged up, what's happening to the product? What is the quality of the product that you're watching on the ice when these teams are just gassed? I got to be honest, we watched a dull hockey game tonight. Yeah. We watched a dull hockey game. How much does that change if guys have a little bit more rest? Yeah. So you can't, like, you can't even make the argument that the second game is going to be not as appealing when it's probably actually going to be a better hockey. And if you're thinking about what the Coyotes are proposing with the TED and the whole area around the arena and you have the, the infrastructure to have hotels. Yeah. Like, let them say. like, let's just say, I don't know, like Vancouver comes here for a series. And I know, you know, we want it to be all Coyotes fans in the arena. But the truth is this market, it's a lot of transplants and snowbirds and like make it we can make a trip out of it. And that helps like your city's economy yeah, tourism. And, and tourism. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm totally on board. I agree with bringing series back and we'll add that to our list of things for Gary along with the NHL scouting list being one um we have a five dollar super chat from uh Altec zz as a blues and coyotes fans considering az moved back to the central division why do they only come to st louis once this season i don't know ask the nhl schedule makers no i'm looking right now because what it used to be is you'd have it you'd play your division much more yeah it would be two and three um i don't know only guessing without diving and asking someone at the league is the additional teams now yeah. that you can't because you have to play everybody in the East twice. And now there's so that takes up 32 of your games. Right. So now you only have 50 games left. And now you've added Seattle. And so I, I would assume adding Seattle in the Pacific has changed the way this works. I, I am surprised that they only play St. Louis once. They should there. probably look at uh, realignment. I don't know. Somebody. Somebody might have some ideas. You might make some So I, I, I'm sorry, Altex, that I, I, <laughs> I don't have a better answer than that. That's kind of yeah. a horseshit answer, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know, actually. I don't but, know because they do go to some cities in the Central twice. But I guess if you played every city in the Central twice, that's too many games. Yeah. Yeah, that's Maybe. true. Yeah, I don't know. Because there's eight, so that's seven, and seven times four is 28. 28 plus the 32. Yeah. Oh. Don't ask me to do that. That's no. 60. Especially at this so time 60, that leaves yeah. 22 for the Pacific, and that's not enough games. So there are only going to be three games against some teams in your own division. Yeah. So anyway, it was good to, good to talk to Bones today. And Yes. Wow. What a job he's doing in Winnipeg. Yeah. And that's part of the discussion. I, it's basically a Q&A with Rick Bonus. And again, I said I have another story coming that he factors into as well. But, Petey, when you and I had him on the show, I figured this was it. We're talking yeah. to the guy in the final season of his career. Turns out... Bones thought that too. Yeah, <laughs> he did. And I talked to him several times. He's one of my favorite guys in the National Hockey League. Yeah, I, I, he's man. a fantastic guy. He's a really good coach, but he's a really good person. And I think that's why he's been so successful. And in Dallas, there wasn't, hey, you, you sucked. You're good. It's just time. Yeah. They needed to make a change in Dallas. He was ready to make a change. He was ready to retire and move to the Valley. He was done. Yep. And it, he worked incredibly hard. 44 decades of hockey in the National Amazing. Hockey League. And Winnipeg made him an offer he couldn't refuse. That's and he, where he started. He, he started in Winnipeg. Yeah. He's still got friends in, in Winnipeg. And I didn't expect this. I thought this was going to be a complete rebuilding there. And that's why I'm concerned about tomorrow. This is this right. is a team that had a disruptive locker room. And he went in and took the C away from Blake Wheeler. And that's a huge move to take a C away from somebody. They've gone the whole year without a captain. They're in first place in the central. Mark and that's, got 26 which I don't goals. even think I realized. Like, Craig, when They're you said that, I had to pull it up because I almost didn't believe you. And uh -huh. I can't believe that Colorado's sixth. Right. So Mark Scheifele has 26 goals. Josh Morrissey's up for the Norris Trophy. Connor Hellebuck's up for the Vezina Trophy. Yep. Nick Ehlers is back in the lineup and scoring. And they, have playing such great. A, they had a horrible year last year. Yeah, yeah. So Kyle Connor, another guy back. who's just so underrated in the end. That's a really good team, and he's got them playing good hockey. Yeah. And in the way the West is going right now... And it, to Leah's point with Colorado that we all picked in the preseason to run away with the West, there was no, we said, we didn't even think Vegas was going to be this Craig good. Craig and I forgot to talk about Winnipeg in our Central Division preview. Remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> and so yeah, Vegas now is, Vegas is, they're, they're legit. I think they're playing extremely well. Colorado, everybody goes, they, well, they, they're going to get healthy. Out they're going to get healthy. They're going to get healthy. They're going to get healthy. At some point, the, you run out of games. Yep. 
Like I, I like you, you can only wait so long. They are going to have to get healthy if they're going to if they're going to make a run in this playoffs like they did before because they're going to have to play together. We'll see. So right now, I, I don't count Winnipeg out in the playoffs. You I just can't. The West feels wide open to me right now. Yeah, but wide the, open. I, I even Edmonton that oh Edmonton's for sure. Well, are they though? <gasps> what? Uh oh, something happened in the football game. Oh my God! So the Jack- the Jack- Jack- walk-off field goal to win. They came back from twenty-seven nothing. <laughs> they won thirty-one to twenty-seven or twenty-one thirty-one thirty. And Over? Anthony Totry is sick, sick. The Totry, Chargers go Chargers. So Chargers go Chargers. Oh, Chargers just. Collapsed. What about the locksmith though? Twenty-seven point lead. Twenty-seven on the road. Lead on the road. Wow! Wow! That's oh. cool. that's a good story. That is a good story. That's a good story. Hey, good thing I get a free bet back from DraftKings. Well, I don't get that free bet back. Where's my locksmith now? No, you get a free bet back if you if you lose on the wild if you place a bet up to ten dollars on wildcard and lose, you get it back. I'm gonna do another segue now. Okay. Before we talk about how comfortable we are, Petey, did you want to make us uncomfortable by talking about Minnesota anymore since they played in Minnesota tonight? No, although did you see how cold it was on the outdoor ranks? Do you, have you ever practiced on an outdoor rink? I have. In yes. your life? Yes, I have. So it sucks. I know we're going to talk about how comfortable these chairs are in just a second, but playing in an outdoor rink sucks. Yep. It's fine on a Saturday morning when you're with your buddies and you're wearing your winter gloves. Fine. Still can't keep your toes warm. Buddy, There's no way. I was a goalie. Yeah, same. And you're out in the Guess what you can't wear when you're playing goal on an outdoor rink? Can't wear freaking mittens. Because you got to wear your goalie Mittens. gloves. And they don't keep and your hands you warm. And you take a slap shot off oh. a frozen finger. Oh, it, or a toe or a... No shit. I played at the Deerfield Bubble, which may have been, must have been, it It should have been an outdoor rink because it was just... Uh, literally a A bubble hut. stretched yep. and no heat, nothing in yep. it, and wind blowing through it. And we Deerfield was a bad team. I faced nine shots in the game, so you can imagine yep. what I was doing. Standing still in the ice Well, if you cold, played for the Chicago Blackhawks, you would have given up seven. It's true. Sorry. Sorry. True. Anyway. Yeah, Sorry, so no, now, you're good. I'm, so I wasn't comfortable, but I'm comfortable in these chairs. Yeah, I am too. I'm, I, and I hope you know we were talking about all the travel. Like, listen, I, for the these Coyotes players when they are home, I hope they have more furniture because I do too. rest and relax in the, the most comfortable, the best looking furniture around town. Of course, it's more furniture, um, and they have the best furniture in the valley. So check them out. That's morefurniture.com. M O R furniture. dot com and. Uh, it's time to to buy that piece of furniture you've been procrastinating buying. Check out more. Uh, um, we we love it and we love these chairs immensely. Um, I had illegal pizza this week and I made like I ate the queso and then I saved it and I just kept reheating it and eating it because I wanted to make it last forever because legal piece queso <laughs> is so good. It's just so good. Um, I love it so much. I love illegal pizza in general, obviously. And if you've never been there, check it out um, on Mill Ave or if you're in Tucson on university, very close to the mullet, very saying. close to the mullet. And we may have some, me game. I was about to say pre-game meetups, and I literally said me game. Me game prenups. Me game, <laughs> me game prenups. What? <laughs> um, at illegal beats. So that's in the works. So stay tuned for that. But if you have, have yet to try illegal beats, try it. And if you're on, you know, if you're if it's a new year, if you're trying to eat healthier, you can curate what you order based on any dietary need that you have. So check it out. But um, you still try the queso. Even oh my if god. You try to eat healthy. Try the queso and illegal kind pizza. It's always that. our go-to spot for burritos and beer and margaritas and good time. So, so check out illegal pizza if you haven't already. Um, all right. Well, we already kind of talked about everything that happened in the end. Yeah. So, thank so you, can, Columbus. Uh, no, thank you to the other three teams. Yay, Columbus. Boo, Montreal. Yay, Philly. Philly. Boo, Chicago. Oh, Philly boo, Vancouver. So yeah, there you go. There's our there's our Done. recap. Um, but the Coyotes kept pace. But it could have right? been if the Blackhawks goaltenders had, had shown won, up tonight. Yeah. If the Blackhawks goaltenders had shown up tonight, it could have been down to three points across That's the board. Crazy. Yeah. All three. The Ducks, Columbus Blue Jackets, and Blackhawks would have been tied three points away from the Coyotes. And, and the Ducks is the one that I kept saying, look out. Because I keep thinking Chicago, and you see it again. It's the goddamn goaltending. Yeah, the goaltending is horrific. Like they're, they're not the team. They're not the 32nd worst team in the. They're not. And, 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 it's just their goaltending has been so horrific that they can't compete. 
And I, I keep saying this with the thinnest CU and Max Domi and Kane and Taves and Jones. This team isn't a bad hockey team. They're just getting bad goaltending. And does it matter? I guess when they pick the ping pong ball with the, the with the Blackhawk logo on it, does it matter that their goaltending was bad? Or did they just replace Kane with a new generational player? Stop it. And Anaheim, well, they're three points from Anaheim now, and I thought that would never happen. I, I really didn't. They're three points from the Ducks right now. Anaheim is a negative 81 goal differential halfway through that the season. That is absolutely insane. Halfway through the year. Absolutely You're insane. Averaging getting outscored by two goals. That's, that's insane. That's nuts. That's yeah, so nuts. It, it just shows that I know we had a lot of hype in the first 30 games of the season, but with their losing eight straight now, the Coyotes are officially in, like, they're in. Oh, yeah, they're, they're in, in the, the mix. mix, baby. Oh, yeah. Let's go. LFG. And and I'm all about the Bedard train now. Like, Get let's go. All aboard. All aboard. All like, aboard the tank. After seeing this kid play, yeah. let's go. Well, I'm, and I'm after fine. listening to Chris Peters, I got oh, yeah. to listen It was like listening to the gospel. Literally, after that, it was. I was, like, okay. I was so inspired. Yeah, I get it. I was so inspired. Yes. We should. We should. We should doctor that uh, clip of Chris Peters. We should put like a, a clerical collar on him. and Or he says it and then you just hear. Oh. Angels, yes. Yeah, singing. Yes. Um, and well, Joel made a good point. And that's what you're talking about. Wedgie. wedgie. Like Wedgwood, what he did for this team last year at a time when this team needed it. He not only helped propel this team out of the losing streak, but he helped propel his career. Like Wedgie made a career out of last season now, and he signs a new contract. Like th- Chicago, get him, go get him, <laughs> go get Wedgie. Not happening. Go get Karova Melka. They're not trying to win. Yeah, <sighs> nope. Uh, die Never hard mind. for Bedard, as Nicholas has reminded us. We appreciate it. Um, let's take a look at the Coyotes' upcoming schedule. We already touched on it, but just to look at what's coming up, Winnipeg. Obviously, we talked about Detroit, Washington. Oh, that Ovechkin is scoring some goals. Here, uh, 84 and then, behind Wayne Gretzky. We are now. like all <laughs> struggling tonight, clearly. He's 84 goals behind Wayne Gretzky now. And I did the math today, and he is on pace to catch him late next season. Wow. At, late at the next season. Is what I'm because out he's going to blow past 50 goals again this season That's insane. at age 37. That's crazy. Insane. And then speaking of Wedgie, Dallas next Saturday back on the road because the schedule makers hate the Coyotes so much. They so. do. That's it. Ah, after that long for and look at the back to back and road. You still can't come home because the sixteenth is again. I keep saying that the day after coming home from a different time zone is a wasted day. Yep. Sorry. They might even be. You might be able to practice that day at two or three in the afternoon, maybe, but they won't. Yeah, that's yikes. So no more practice time. And I uh, Detroit loses tonight, but Detroit's playing better hockey right now. That's not a gimme. That that by no means is a gimme. That's the winnable game on the schedule. It is, part, and we said that a week ago. That was yeah. the winnable game. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't that, like that Dallas one or, either. And then this could, this losing streak could keep on chugging along. Eight straight. Eight straight losses, like last year at the beginning and the end. Well, so what, after Dallas, then we talked about the Anaheim game. By the way, I did check. That is the last game in the league that night. There's a game that starts a half hour earlier in LA, but. That is the last game. No one will be talking about the NHL later than we will that day. Maybe, that is a maybe fair point. we just won't they'll be talk on. About there'll the be NHL. players on a plane Anybody, to Cancun, right? And we're going to be Anybody talking about this game. Anybody who wants NHL talk at whatever it's going to be like eleven, like 11. something. Yeah. Minute, we'll be on until midnight. Tune into us. We'll be yeah. the only people. Hey, but you know what happens when our show starts after, after eleven? Dark. Yeah, PHNX guys after dark. PHNX after dark. Wild. Could be. Wild. Um, we do have another super chat. I wanted to make sure we didn't skip over it, but another question from Altec. Oh no, ZZ. I don't know if we're gonna be able to answer. Did Michael? I don't know how to say his last name. Chup Chup um, Chaput Chaput. Yeah. Uh, only play in the 25th Chaput. anniversary Kachina with the silver line numbers, or did he play in the regular Kachina as well? Holy wow! That's, that's a deep dive. Deep dive. Yeah, I don't know. I got no, I got nothing. Wow. I I mean, how were you were you begin to look at? I that? don't even know how to say his name, Michael Shampoo. Shampoo. Like like shampoo. 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 shampoo? shampoo? Okay. But I I don't know. I, I where would you even look? Like how many games <laughs> did he end up playing for the Coyotes? I'm not sure. Okay, like well, he was up and down. I'm, I'm well, seeing. What... Okay, we'll let PD research that. Um, and in the meantime, let's look at the punch card, which we're now officially one game past the halfway mark. See, and I wasn't even here when you guys got the 
throw this up. Uh, for I know. The, Look at that line. That? The, we're past the halfway mark. Yep. That is just a, you know, when we hit the all-star break, we're going to be at the 50 game mark. And that for me, more so than the halfway mark, when I get to 50 games, I'm like, all right. I can, it's like when you're I running can and you can, you can see the finish yes. line. You're like, okay, I can, I can push through it. it. Like it hurts a little bit, <laughs> but you can see that the light at the end. When yeah. did they bring, when did they, when did they bring back the, <laughs> yeah, he would have, it would have been the silver lined ones in 21. 20. So I don't think he ever did wear the regular ones. There you go. All right. Because he only played two Good games research, the year before. Pete. He only played two games. I have no the prior idea if year. you're right or not. Me either, but I He played 15 you. career <laughs> games with the Coyotes. 15, two in one season, and they weren't yeah. full-time Kachina then. And then when they were full-time Kachina, he might be right that they were the silver line. That is the most obscure question for a player that most people have never heard of. <laughs> yeah, wow. Thank you for your question, though. And for games. your super chat. We appreciate it. Oh, somebody Man. else got that. Well, just let them do my... That. Why did I even look it up? Chris there had it. There it is. Wow. Thank okay. you. I know. We, we can always and depend it, well, on the Well, that's why I want it, because he wants a, a customized. A customize it, but I don't want the 25th anniversary. There you go. Oh, the more yes, you, know. you can get it. You can order it now. Just get it with Chaput on it. Chapeau. 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 Bonjour. Well, <laughs> oh the Coyotes, are there. they're back and forth, on the road, off, back, on the road, off, whatever. But they are home during the week, this week and next. So if you want to catch a game, head on over to Game Time to get your tickets. Buy your tickets last minute. Save up to 60% off. Buy your parking pass on Game Time. Go to a Coyotes game. Go to a Suns game, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, experience the mullet. Um, and you can also buy concert and show tickets on Game Time as well. The best way to support us is by using the link below in the description. So please do that. And then let us know what events you're going to. And Craig mentioned his story coming uh, Q&A with Rick Bonus, but also some diehard only content as well. So become a diehard today so you can have access to those stories. You also get a, your own your own zip up that only you can buy as a diehard. You get 20% off merchandise, 20% off events like the one we had last night, which we already talked about, how amazing that was. So lots of perks to becoming a diehard Head on over to gophnext.com slash diehard to become a diehard today and join our Discord as well. It's a, it's a grand old time. And you're not just in the Coyotes Discord, you're in all the Discords. And I have to give a shout out to the D-backs Discord for perhaps being the most chaotic and hilarious Discord um, channel in our in our Discord besides Coyotes. But well, I don't know. If we, yeah, ours isn't chaotic. Ours isn't chaotic. D-backs, just go in from today to this morning and just scroll. Just scroll. You'll see what I mean. Yes. Um, for diehards only. And now wrapping up the show, I'm giving the mic to Sean DePaz, who is finally back. I think it's been... Oh, whoa. Whoa. I think, <laughs> I think it's been like... Larger than life. Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to call this. I've been away for too long. I've been gone for so long. Like, don't even, I don't know the last time you produced us. At least it's been a while. Like almost two weeks. But yeah. Sean had a nightmare travel getting back from Buffalo, and you know we share our nightmare travel stories on this show all the time. So, Sean, without further ado, let's hear about your trip back from Buffalo. I so. <laughs> I was supposed to come home last Wednesday. Well, I did come home last Wednesday. But if you didn't see, the FAA had a whole outage. Oh, we saw. Yeah, and a bunch of flights got delayed. I was supposed to fly from Buffalo to Detroit to Phoenix on Delta. Um, but my first flight was delayed. But, of course, my connecting flight was not. So I was going to miss my connecting flight. I called Delta. They, they try and do me a solid. They rebook me on a flight from Buffalo to Chicago on United and then Chicago to Phoenix on American. That sounds complicated. But the problem is, is the guy had no way of knowing if the flight that he booked me was delayed. Of course, it was. The first one was delayed. The connecting flight was not. So I, again, was going to miss my connecting flight. But since everyone, like, Delta booked it on two other airlines, all the airlines were like, we can't help you. You got to talk to the other one. And so no one helped me. So I was basically like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just flying to Chicago. We'll figure it out when we get there. Luckily, I get there. It's about 15 minutes delayed. So I have to break and do essentially a dead sprint full across O'Hare Airport. That's a big um, airport, too. It's quite a large airport. I was out of breath. My, I thought I was going to tear a hamstring. Like I felt the tightness in my legs. It was tough. Um, but I make it. Fine. I get there. No emergency landings or anything. So you all still got that on me. Um I land in Phoenix. Everything's cool. I go to the baggage claim. I'm oh, waiting. 
The bags keep going around and around and around, and there is no bag for me. So after all of this, my bag is somewhere in the in the abyss. I have no idea where it is. <laughs> Two days later, last night, finally, it was delivered. So I had my bags. I got here safely, but not without having to work for it. Wow. Um, so that is that is my my and yes, to Karen's point, I had to switch terminals. So I was I was going from terminal like B to K or something. I don't know. Can't I was, stand that. It was Can't crazy. Stand it. it was you know, crazy. You was, know what this sounds like to me? What's that? A typical travel day for me. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say that's crazy. <laughs> Exactly. Books through Craig S. Morgan Travel Company. Right but there. I at least Buddy, got I'm to sorry see, if I've jinxed you somehow simply by yeah, being associated with you. I at least got to see um, the Sabres win while I was there. Oh, wait. No, I didn't because they lost 0-4 and then 5-2 to the Kraken, who are a wagon. So, they are a wagon. Uh, but I did, see, wagon. I did see some AHL hockey in Syracuse, and I saw um, the Crunch versus the Amherst, and there was a line brawl that end the game that included Malcolm Subban, which was <laughs> awesome. Um so it was. It was ended up being, I, outside of me having to turn into a professional athlete to make a flight. <laughs> well, we're glad you're well, back. Oh yeah, we are so Thank happy you. you're back. Thank the you punch, the punch card. The punch back. card was yeah, out of commission. Y'all didn't miss me. You just missed the punch card. No, right? we missed. We you, did, buddy. and the, the the chat missed you as well. <laughs> and here comes um, Shane chiming in on his bed. Also, shout out to Kenny Dietz if you're still in the chat. Oh yeah, he DM me making sure, like, saying that he was. He hoped I got my bags and stuff, and I appreciated that. So really thank cool. you. Thank you, Kenny, for doing that. I did say everyone tweet at Sean, and only Kenny did. Yeah, blatantly asinine wasn't in tonight, was he? Because I still got to talk about that face-off from two games ago. Oh, yeah. I'll like, DM him. <laughs> yeah. I'll um, DM him. But anyway, Shane chiming in. Brandon Shaley needs to be jailed. That's his two cents on that game. But um, We're going to close on this final note that Craig just tweeted because it is – Kind of dire. <laughs> what? Kind of a, you know, this, a dire is, this is our plug for going to go PHNX Sports, right? <laughs> yeah, listen, the Cardinals just cleaned house. Um, the in 2023, today's January 14th, 2023, the Suns are 1-7, Cardinals 0-2, and, and just fired their head coach and GM's not coming back. Coyotes are 0-7. At least the D-backs haven't lost. Yeah. So Valley Pro Sports teams. Woo! Arizona basketball is a wagon, though. So at least we're holding the water. ASU basketball is a wagon right now. We're holding the water for the state. Rolling 15. 15 wins right now, buddy. Like, we're we're approaching. Hey, Bobby Hurley, Pac 12 Coach of the Year. Start the conversation. But I'm just saying, like, I asked you guys in the chat today how many more games they're going to win on their final 13. The consensus was nine. That gets them. To right. 24. Yeah. Exactly. Two Check more out wins. PHNX Sun Devils. Two more wins and you're in Ned Wolk territory. That Going back that far for how long it's been since they won that Ooh. many games. Check out PHNX exactly. Sun Devils for more on mm-hmm. this conversation. Well, well, at least the team's winning. Yeah, I exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah, straight. But, but, you were vague, but, but, but are there the Coyotes not winning in a way? They're win- the Coyotes are winning. Isn't that although the plan? I don't know because the Chicago is when just... that ping pong ball comes up with the with the head coyote, <laughs> buddy, it's a win. It's a kachina. Then we're all the, we can go zero and thirty five. Connor Bernard is Connor Bernard is a coyote. HKT double D. HKHL draft, draft day. Let's yep. go. By the way, Look, I did just get my my free bet back. Here's did you? the literal email. The three With unbelievable summers pick, in a row. I would use it on the Arizona State Band basketball team because they win games up to ten. Summer of 2021, Logan Cooley, Connor Geeky, and uh, Maverick, and, and Maverick Lamaru. Saying, That's 22. Oops, sorry, 22. Summer of 2023, Connor Bedard. Summer of 2024, Austin Matthews. Summer I mean, 2025, parade oh. down Mill Avenue. Just 100% saying. agree. 100%. And, and Logan Cooley, are some are saying a redraft might be number one. You know, they even have those like New Orleans style buildings on Mill Ave. They do. So throwing beads and stuff off of there. I'm, I'm seeing it. They do on the patio. the whole thing. Yeah. Buddy, I like it. By 2025, the way, 2026. By the way, I did. Craig will be in his walker. <laughs> With his the new second hip. hip just yeah, your new hip yeah. just coming in. <laughs> well, it will be because we'll have to be moving stuff to do the show. Nope, sorry, I can't. I've got another new hip. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta do stuff for the parade. Nope. Oh, you guys Craig's got probably it. gonna be on one of the, like the floats or something. He would like probably that. be oh, on yeah. one of the floats. Oh yeah. Is that Craig S. Morgan? I did have a guy ask me last night. He said, "Congratulations on the award." I did get that. <laughs> I swear I did. Because Craig and I, we kind of, I can see it. Yeah, definitely. No. Um, I did Sorry. run a tankathon simulation today that 
had Arizona winning the draft lottery and Buffalo second. Damn, there it is. That would be unreal. That that Buffalo pick will be the Coyotes when they get traded for Jacob Chikorin. For the PHNX Coyotes show, that would be the most unreal thing to happen. Unreal. So, one, two. We'll end on that. We'll end on that yes. wheel of fantasy moment. Um, <laughs> we appreciate you all so much for tuning in. We'll be right back here tomorrow for our post game show. That we will. After the Coyotes probably lose to the Winnipeg in Jets the peg. for the, their ninth straight loss, but we'll see. Um, so be sure to subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube. Follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms and follow PHNX underscore Coyotes on Twitter. You can follow us at Craig S. Morgan, at Leah Merrill, at S. Peters Hockey. At Sean underscore to pause. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday night, everyone, and we will see you tomorrow.